Hi, I am Chitra. I am Madhvi. I am Jyoti. I am Suchitra. Together, we are your hosts on the Edge Podcast. We bring you stories and experiences from our experiments around learning, marketing, and design. These are stories of people, technology, and people interacting through technology. Of what we see, create, and recommend. Reinforcement learning, micro learning, comic strips, storytelling, coaching, social learning. Ever heard of all of these concepts put together at one go? Neither had we, until we built a learning experience seamlessly combining all of these. At Adeptic, we're all about learning, experiments, learning sprints, and learning experiences. That's why we call ourselves Adeptic. Creative Labs. Adeptic's flagship product, Smart Start, was the result of one such learning experiment. We, the creators of Smart Start, had a whale of a time building it. We channeled all our experience, skills, and creativity into it. None of us had ever done anything like this before. Nor had we ever had so much fun building something. We had no clue how our learners would react. But we knew we had poured our heart and soul into it. When the first cohort of Smart Start started, our learners were initially clueless too. A program that coached them, gave them tips, taught them concepts, and asked them to do exercises, all through a small set of cards delivered to them digitally every day. Hmm, a program that actively promoted peer-to-peer learning, social learning, and supported learners with a motivated community. Nope. The Smart Start program wasn't like anything any of our learners had participated in before either. But a majority of them were drawn to Smart Start. They stayed engaged with the stories of Mira and Jasmine. They happily went along on a learning journey with these two and they grew to love them. Wait, who is Mira? Who's Jasmine? What do they have to do with reinforcement learning, micro learning, social learning, etc? Uh-uh. For that, you must listen to this story of our learning experiment. Hello, hello, hello. I am Madhvi Nadik, your host for this episode of the Edge podcast. In this episode, we are going to be talking about Smart Start, Adeptic's flagship reinforcement learning product. Let me introduce you to our guests, Chitra and Linda, who have created Smart Start, and Jyoti, who is one of our Maverick Smart Start learners. Hi, Chitra. Hi, Madhvi. Chitta is the brains behind Smart Start and she has given shape to this entire product and program. Chitra, please tell us how you conceptualize Smart Start. You know, Madhavi, when the idea of Smart Start was first pieced together, I was skeptical. I could not fathom the idea of this kind of reinforcement learning or learning in small bites for certain kinds of topics. It was very antagonistic or it was very different from how I had learned so far in my life. I started out as a skeptic as things began to take shape, which is the case with any kind of product development, right? At first, the idea is very nebulous. You have more naysayers than soothsayers for the product. And uh, it was somewhat like that with Smart Start as well. As the whole idea began to take shape, 
I found myself very reluctantly buying it to what could potentially be a new form or a new way of presenting learning. I'm glad you had the skepticism and then still gave it the shape that it is in today, which is much, much appreciated. Hi, Linda. Hi, Madhavi. So Linda is our master storyteller. She's the one who's created the characters who bring the Smart Start content alive and make the program so engaging to all the learners. Linda, please tell us what were you thinking, how this came about, and how you dealt with Chitra's skepticism. <laughs> Chitra's skepticism was fun to deal with, actually. One of the reasons Smart Start has become what it has is because of the confluence of so many different ideas and the fact that we rarely agreed on anything. <laughs> so we had a lot of fun arguing and not agreeing to stuff, all of us, right, Madhavi? Coming to the characters, the first time I was asked to put together something for Smart Start, I don't think it even conceptualized the idea of having a story. I think we forgot something that might leave our listeners a little confused. How did this product come to be? I think it began taking shape because we actually had a customer. Yeah. We actually had a customer waiting in the pipeline where the consuming audience or the learners were a group of people who wanted to restart their careers. So that was the broad theme of the learning topic. My skepticism kind of doubled when I came to know that we had to sort of design this self-paced, very short, bite-sized learning on topics such as reflecting upon oneself as to where one is in life today, doing something like a SWOT analysis, using that to create your resume, and then practicing your one-minute pitch in front of a potential employer and so on. Building confidence, right? Building confidence, yeah. yes. How do you build confidence with short e-learning cards that go into a phone and you just talk to them through that? It was mind-boggling. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and I think, Linda, you just hit it spot on. But from then on, at least uh, what I thought was, let's put together a skeleton. Yeah. Let's so, give this some kind of a backbone of sorts. And then see where we go from there. So when I was told about Smart Start or what is Smart Start today, I had no clue that Chitra was building a skeleton. All I was told was that we have to put this product out there. And because I am very lovingly called the so-called storyteller, Madhavi herself came to me and said that, Linda, we need characters for this course that we are building. What characters? So I asked Madhavi, who are we talking to? What are you going to talk to them about? I had no clue about that. So the two questions I had was, who are we talking to? And what are we going to talk to them about? So Madhavi went back to this client and asked these questions. She came back with some answers. The answers led to the creation of Meera and Jasmine. When Madhavi came back with the answers that the client gave her, I realized that we were going to be talking to a cohort of restarters who were planning to go back into their career. And what I told Madhavi was, we don't want to be gyan givers. We want to walk with them. We want to talk with them. We want to be like their friend or somebody that they would meet who is very much like them. And that is how Meera's character came into being. Uh, the idea was Meera should be somebody who's walked the path that these restarters are planning to walk. Somebody who's gone through, you know, childbirth is still struggling with her multitude of children and house chores and husband and all the other problems that we not, women face on a daily basis. And uh, she also is doing a very good job at work so that the restarters can see that there's light at the, at the other end of the tunnel. So then the other question is, who does 
who does Meera talk to? So Linda, let me interrupt you at this point. And now let's switch over to Jyoti. Uh-huh. So I'm getting what you were thinking when you were creating this. And let's see how did that translate to Jyoti, who is one of our learners in the yeah. restart flavor of the Smart Start program. Jyoti. What Linda said uh, about introducing Meera and Jasmine can uh, very well relate with me. I think it was a great idea by her that she got in characters, which uh, the restarter, someone like me, uh, who has uh, taken a break for over uh, two years and also had a one-year-old son. It absolutely was something that I could relate with. So yeah, I, at this point, what really helped me, and I must say converted my skepticism to becoming more of a believer was when I when these characters actually began to come alive uh, with the backbone of the topics that we had outlined. For me, it was just the characters. I just created Meera and incidentally, Jasmine was modeled by looking at Chitra and her skepticism. So I had to have a character who would be sort of skeptical about the entire process of going back to work. And Chitra was right in front of me with all this, you know, aura of skepticism about her. So Jasmine was actually a version of Chitra. But the thing was, I just had these characters and I was very excited about it, not really knowing what I was getting excited about. What really brought it to life was the backbone that Chitra had developed by then. So she's very meticulous, okay? So she had this word doc with this spreadsheet of week after week of ready set go right Madhavi something like that and I had no clue what she was talking about and I was supposed to write about it but she had written what was the message that should come out of it what should the learner be going out or what should the learner be taking away with each set of those cards that go into their phone that gave me the idea of what Meera and Jasmine should be talking about yeah and for me I think ready set go just came naturally I have a background as an athlete and a basketball player so for anything that you're preparing yourself you you always warm up so warm up was like the ready phase and then you you practice and you prepare which is set and then the day of your match or your tournament, you're ready to fire on all cylinders. And I always, I felt that anybody who wants to restart their career, you just can't wake up one morning probably and write a resume. Maybe there are people who do it. Everyone needs some time to prepare. Yeah. So that's what kind of sets the stage for how the whole uh, program needs to flow. That's where we all started yeah, the idea of, of putting together the ready, set, go into a conversation between Meera and Jasmine. But Chitra, you didn't stop just at ready, set, go. You have also introduced the concept of sustain, which is also <laughs> very, very much appreciated by all of our learners. Ah. Yeah, to be able to walk in the shoes of a person also means that all of us have had some experiences in our lives so far. What really helps us get by is is also how you sustain how you keep yourself going despite the circumstances uh, despite the experiences you have and keep at what you need to that's the ready set go and sustain so thank you for bringing that up madri so chitra one of the things that you wanted to do was create a low touch yet impactful program Hmm. what are your thoughts about this did you achieve it i think you did but i want to hear it from you because you were very skeptical about it. Yes. <laughs> you remember how she made us do that NPS 
are you sure you're going to get this NPS at this point in time kind of exercise? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was the most optimistic one yeah. over there. Yes, <laughs> I was I, just slightly below you. I know, Madhvi and Linda, you both had, uh, was so confident about the fact that we would have a rocking, socking NPS score for our very first product launch. And we did it. Yeah. Over we the last <laughs> three batches of Smart Stuff, we have got an average NPS of 9.5. We did get a rocking NPS. That's yeah. a huge, huge cheers yeah. for all of us. Yeah. So what I did Why was, were I you just, so skeptical? Yeah, I, I just latched on to the low touch thing and I said, okay, if it has to be delivered on a mobile phone as a bunch of cards for every topic, then why should there be any intervention? Why should we handhold anybody? work through the cards, be all done with the course. But there was always this little... But I think that was, was your skepticism that, no, no. you know, will so that was, work? No. So there was always this little thread, however, at the back of my mind saying, you know, these topics are not easy. You know, they are uh, esoteric or altruistic in many ways. I mean, imagine, you know, trying to tell someone or teach somebody how they pitch themselves to an interviewer just through a series of cards. I mean, it's very easy to read something. How do you actually do it? And how do you make them do it? Yeah, and how do you practice? And how do you know whether what you're saying is good enough, is not good enough? And then so that voice was always there saying, okay, stop anchoring yourself in this particular bias that low touch means that there is no intervention. Eventually, that's what worked. I think that is what pushed the NPS to where it is today, we had to have those intervention sessions in order to get this community of learners together. I think to the community was a huge portion of it, right? The story and everything was fine, but the actual bit was the community. Other stories were developing, right, Chitra? Yeah. It was not just the story of Neera and Jasmine. With the community, the entire cohort was listening to other stories of what people were doing about the fact that they were creating their own golden circle, their own pitches. They were actually going out for interviews and getting jobs. And all of this was being recorded in the community. So it was this Meera and Jasmine story going in parallel with another horde of other Meeras and Jasmine stories. Yeah, yes, Linda, you beautifully uh, put the concept of the community that was brought in. Uh, even though, uh, Chitra, you meant it to be a low-touch program, the participants of the program also wanted that real human connection and wanted to meet Real life Miras and Jasmines, that was something which uh, was achieved by this community that we formed. The occasional one-on-one -on -one sessions that was also arranged, that was something that added to the human connection along with the program being uh, low touch, like you said. It was a happy combination of both, right? The fact that you were yes. getting self-paced learning in your phone that you could read whenever you wanted to. But along with that, you had a community where you, you were hearing other positive stories, which I think is the order of the day currently. Absolutely. I like to call this social learning, mm. right? Learning together. And I think the biggest takeaways are the feeling that you're not alone. The yeah. feeling that you can yeah. actually do this. Uh, and the fact that those success stories that you mentioned, Linda, kept getting amplified right, within the community. I strongly believe that through uh, a product like Smart Start and the ecosystem around it really motivated people to, first of all, stick on with the program and understand that, yes, I can score a job by preparing myself in this manner to get back into the workforce. The other thing, right, Chitra, what you just mentioned about the topics being so esoteric, 
the fact that these topics are esoteric means that people who think about these topics like doing your golden circle or making a pitch how many of us have actually prepared a pitch before we went in for an interview yeah how many of us have? i haven't i haven't so the point is we might say oh that's for the other person it's not for me i i can't do either it's i can't do it or i don't have to do it most of it in the restarter case would be i can't do it or i'm not good enough for doing it but when you see a community where people are actually attempting to do it you're tempted to do it yourself right and you want to try doing it and that actually pushes you to do stuff like this and when you do it you realize that it's making a difference in your entire approach and jyoti i remember a conversation with you where you said that it's not just in trying to find work some of the topics that were discussed like negotiation confidence building etc and even golden circle and finding your why and i think there was one called right to your younger self remember yes. right yes. so all of these things they actually build your own confidence and make you reflect about yourself right jyoti exactly that, that was one reason i totally loved the program the structure of how it started from the why i personally think finding the why of whatever you do in your life whether it is to reach your goal or whether it is some side hobby anything anything that you do in your life the finding out the why of what you do will definitely just expand your horizon or the way you think the way you approach any goal that you want to achieve it will be so much more clear the first card i still remember uh, when the program started was about finding the why and then it built upon that so that was something very very impactful for me chitra your structure work that's what <laughs> <laughs> yes well, uh, i think ready set go was something extraordinary the way you it might see so it seems so simple if like yeah. the analogy of the sports life that you gave but it really <laughs> did its magic the biggest uh, takeaway for me is listening to an actual consumer of the learning program described like as you are doing jyoti right now uh, to us in terms of how things work for you which is you know something that uh, we all and, and we will talk about this in upcoming episodes on the edge podcast about user research and uh, discovering user personas and understanding what's working for the users which is which is a lot of what people grapple with especially product managers and people who are trying to build products right how do you get to know your users how do you know that what you I, are creating will work for them or not i right? think the ama sessions worked with that right the first yeah. so let's actually switch gears and talk about what all is involved in smart start how did you come up with this whole concept of cards we talked about cards we talked about community there are multiple elements can you talk about them we'll start with the cards we knew that uh, we'd experimented with another small product which was meant for high schoolers to learn topics of science and that's where there was the discovery that you could present a single item that can be a single idea a single idea or a concept that could be assimilated within a single card at this point i think i'd like listeners to envision their mobile phone which is the form factor we're looking at the idea that you could fit in a concept into that itself became a challenge and that really yes. got us kicked up and fired up to say how can we put these topics maybe if if we take the example of negotiation how are you going to present a story or a scenario around negotiation in this form factor making it meaningful 
that's when the idea of putting in this whole thing as a comic strip came to life. And why are they called comic strips? Because right? so they originated in newspapers as a strip and it carries so much meaning. It may be two or three sets of pictures. Suddenly, the idea that you could put that in a learning in the form factor of a mobile phone seemed to be a feasible idea. Now, whether it would be viable or not, we wouldn't know. Yet. But it was still exciting. It was very exciting. <laughs> yeah. Exciting, nice. Yeah. yeah, and I think some, sometimes you just need that yeah. little spark to get you started, right? When you talk about content, those cards can only have around 45 to 50 words in a card. And the fact about flippable cards is that it cannot be halfway through. Then it's sort of the learner or the reader loses interest. Like she said, it's a comic strip. So every strip or every, every card has to be self-sustainable. It should be whole by itself, but part of a bigger whole. That's the only way they will come together. And that's the only way they will be consumable by a learner. Writing in such a style was a challenge. We are really excited about challenges most of the time. Have you guys done anything like this anywhere else? I had experimented with something like this for another product of ours earlier, but not in this style. That was more serious. That was more about technical courses. Mm -hmm. The instructions given to me were 45 words in a certain style, etc. It does. It didn't give you a lot of leeway to play around with your imagination. Where a smart start was our baby. So the excitement was the fact that we could do, we, we conceptualized the characters, we decided what we were doing. The only, what do you say, guardrails that we had to work with was Chitra's grid of ready, set, go, sustain, right? And that grid was good for us because we knew that, okay, for this week, this is what we're supposed to say. We went with the cards, but the cards were not the only thing, right, Chitra? So you had the, the comic strips with different characters and maybe images and the Spotify to 50 words. But we also were able to insert other media of communication like videos, yeah. right? And even uh, give them reference links. Yeah. Right? Curated content, which is something that we pride ourselves on yeah. as a company that we do a really good job with curated content. Uh, the fact that a card had two sides, right? The top side through which the story was flowing, but if the person flipped the card, you, you got a summary, you had some curated content and like you said, you could insert videos. Yeah. So suddenly it was a multimedia format and what more could you ask for? Through iterations, and this is something that I just want to spend a minute on, people talk about iterative development. I think we saw that firsthand in how Smart Start evolved. Our uh, way of working or process uh, began to get fine-tuned from the third week itself when we discovered that we could templatize these cards. And suddenly it became easier yeah. between Linda and myself. She was the content creator. I was the content reviewer. And all we had to do was just hand it over to the design team who just you know managed to find that sweet spot of yeah. number of words and pictures and everything in the template so then it became yeah. almost production like and let's not forget the activities we inserted right yes. it's okay to be telling a very good story which i think we've established that we're good storytellers between all of us right you didn't just build a story you involved the learner in that story exactly yeah. that's what i'm yeah. going to say so can you talk about yeah. how that so we had Mira and Jasmine going on a journey. The journey was a journey of self-discovery to understand their why and then start building processes or elements that they could then take into their journey of going in for an interview. But while Mira and Jasmine were going on this journey, the learner was taken along with them. When Jasmine was building her golden circle, 
we invited the learner also to build their golden circle and we invited them to build it and share it with the community and with us. I think that was made a difference. Right, Jyoti, because you are the consumer, you you could be able you would be able to tell us. You were taken along with in the journey, along with Meera and Jasmine. Did that make a difference to you, Jyoti? Yes, Linda, a very big difference. Uh, learning, like I said, along with Jasmine, it wasn't just a comic that uh, we consumed and forgot about it at the end of the day. It was something that we had to personally also bring it in our lives or in uh, bring it into the process of preparation for our interviews. It was also a task for us to do, not just read it and say, okay, thank you. Yeah. Engagement and interactivity, which are two key characteristics or attributes of a good uh, self-paced yeah. learning mechanism or you know we were able to incorporate that into smart start somewhere and we should we will perhaps talk about this in a later episode the principles of learning design were incorporated into actually creating this yeah that's how i think it it was a it was a happy medium that you had an engaging content you had the interactivity or the fact that learners were able to participate and the fact that they had a community madhvi I'd like you to shed some light on the whole platform for this product. We did, we did use a third-party platform and uh, there was some amount of investigation that went on behind it so that uh, all of this that we just spoke about could actually be delivered on that platform. We went around looking for platforms where we could produce and publish daily sets of cards. And it had to be easy to use. It had to be something that uh, the learner could easily use on their mobile phone, have access to anywhere. The platform that we used here was Talent Cards, but uh, it doesn't mean that's the only one. For this program, Talent Cards was good enough. And uh, we incorporated uh, basically all your stories and characters into cards and published a set of them every day. So our learners basically were looking forward to how is this story going to continue? But like you said, for the community aspect, we also needed to give them a place for them to share their work. Now, we never forced the learners to do anything. Sharing was something they did of their own free will. Some people chose to share. Some people chose not to do so. But when people shared, there was others in their same group who were reading what they were sharing. And that was motivating each other and sparking conversations. Initially, when we started the program, we didn't have a place for them to chat. There was just this shared space where they could upload their work. And then we brought in the whole uh, WhatsApp group to support them. We just needed a place where they could chat and WhatsApp was ubiquitous. So we said, let's do that. And once that happened, people are talking about each other and saying, I'm inspired by you. I'm inspired by this that you did. Or like, I have this problem. There's a little bit of peer learning also that came about that way. The technology was not the only aspect. The community was facilitated by this uh, conversation, both uh, through sharing their work as well as these direct conversations. Summarizing the whole creation of FunStar. As you said, uh, Chitra, this was more of an iterative process. The first time we did it, I don't think any one of us here conceptualized what the end product was going to be. But a lot of these things came about through experimentation and they evolved. And the second version onwards, we were able to make that part of the code program. And we know that that really worked as well. We were mentally inclined to be iterative, inclined to learn from whatever was coming through. And we were keeping our minds open to new ideas, even while we were writing. Yes. Like, you know, while we were doing it, because 
that concept or the structure wasn't set in stone. It mm-hmm. isn't that Chitra just left it there and said, you guys do what you want. She was there with us. She, she in fact, fought with us to, saying that she wants to write. <laughs> so, yeah, I think this would make a, a fantastic book at some point in time, right? I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking lean startup part, whatever. Lean startup, smart start. <laughs> Nice. And uh, let's present that as a smart start story as well. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. What I'm seeing uh, as an outcome of this is all that, you know, people talk about product development is uh, having an open mind, trying to understand your customers, uh, taking quick and early feedback, um, having and using that iteratively to incorporate feedback into your product to make it better. And teamwork. And and teamwork. yeah. Yeah. All of us brought in our own unique viewpoint and perception into, into the idea, right? Essentially looking at the elephant blind. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a very, very nice way of putting it. And then finally, I think together discovering the, the beauty of the elephant. Yeah. And, you know, it all coming together very nicely put there later. You know, I just hope that our listeners can, and, and, and anybody out there that's looking to build a new product, can, can take away a bunch of stuff from all of this. Don't yeah. you think so? Yeah. Find a structure and then enjoy doing something with it. Yeah. <laughs> so Linda, this question is now to you. You created a whole bunch of characters and be wonderful and colorful stories involving all of them. Smart Start learners kept saying that they found this very entertaining. So it didn't feel like training. They were looking forward to how is this story going to develop the next day? How did you blend training and storytelling and how did you come up with all of these characters? So most of the characters were people that I know or have been in my life. For example, there was a smart start week where Jasmine goes off to Goa. I had this week to write and I had no clue how to start it. I went home and there comes my friend walking in saying that she's going to go over with her friends for vacation. That was my my beginning for that. We had something to do with branding, remember, where we had to talk about how you do self-branding. So I remembered this uncle of mine who used to come back to India and change his entire persona for a period he was in India. Of course, Jasmine herself was Chitra. I'm sorry, it was very, very easy to do it because all these interesting characters are all around me including you Madhavi <laughs> yeah all of us feature in smart start I don't yeah. think our learners will recognize that but we as the creators know that yeah. Linda put our stories in there you're a storyteller from daily life yeah <laughs> yes. you know it almost reminds me of what RK Lakshman and RK Narayan used to create RK Lakshman's cartoons were so relatable yeah. too because you you looked at them in oh, the newspaper so in awe of them, right? They're yes. about all of us. That's yeah. why we relate to it. I feel that any conversation you have should be very, very rooted in your present and your now. And your now is so interesting. Why do you have to go looking for it anywhere else? I know. And why do you have to either go to the past or think about the future? Yeah. Very nicely said. Yeah. Today is so interesting. Just find the characters when you look around. Nice. Mira and Jasmine are the two main characters for the restart flavor of Smart Startup. How did you create them? What went into creating them? When you did the user research, or you went back to the client and did the user research, you came back saying that these are restarters, women who've taken a break for whatever personal reasons. And I wanted a character that was successful, but had gone through this entire scenario. So Mira has twins. Interestingly, I have twins. However, I, oh, how interesting. You, I had to ask you this question. You know, the, since you said and you have revealed on this podcast that Jasmine was modeled after me, my very next question to you, Linda, was 
were you yourself the inspiration for Meera? <laughs> yes, yes. To a large extent. <laughs> to a large extent. But more than, so it was me because I've got twins and most of the stuff that Meera talks about or goes through, I think you would notice that the conversations between Meera and Jasmine are very similar to the conversations Chitra and I have yeah. on a regular basis. I always thought Meera was mostly modeled on you with elements of your friends incorporated into her. <laughs> exactly. Is that correct? Correct. So I have a friend who has... Uh, two elder boys who are teens now and a younger toddler who's just four years old now. Her third son was born when she was 40 years old. Uh, I don't know whether I'm revealing my age here, but so be it. It was a combination of my friend Susan and me. So Meera is maybe like an amalgamation of me and Susan. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) So what's interesting about Smart Start is that there's something that's unique over here. Meera is typically the mentor. Jasmine is the mentee or the shishya. But the guru shishya, they change roles in between. Yeah. And that's fantastic. There's a place where Jasmine is teaching Meera certain things. Yeah. How did you guys come up with that? I personally don't believe that anybody has all the answers to everything. I feel that if when you are the shishya in any conversation, you end up learning a from there. Jasmine, in any case, is, is modeled on Chitra. You think she'll listen to what we're saying without having something to say back? <laughs> Impossible, right? <laughs> so when we asked a colleague to write, so Jasmine's character was first brought in to, to do the session when we asked another character to write a week for us. And she didn't want, and obviously it would be another voice. Two writers cannot write with the same voice. It's very difficult. Anyways, it's Jasmine. Jasmine has already got the the the, the know-how to do a session herself. So here comes Jasmine talking with her own voice. I, I think that was a brilliant uh, twist in the tale. I think it also shows the fact that, uh, you know, you can learn from anybody yeah. or anyone. Just because Mira here was the experienced person and somebody who had already gone through it doesn't mean that, like what you said, Linda, she has all the answers. And Jasmine has perhaps noticed something about Mira in the course of her interaction. And that's what incited her to maybe turn the tables a little bit on Mira as well. Yeah. Any mentor-mentee relationship to blossom and be fruitful outside of this uh, smart starter program also. It is that the, the mentor and the mentee both should go in with open minds and with the, with the mindset of learning. Just because you're a mentor doesn't mean that you stop learning. And there might be something that the mentee can bring to the table. Jyoti, you want to chime in anything here? It was more like a self-help book, which talks about your why and then your the SWOT analysis and uh, write to your younger self. It pretty much was like a normally not very interesting self-help book added to a fiction I story. Like I like that. Normally not so interesting <laughs> self-help book. Yeah, yeah which added. That was actually one of our fears when my fear it means mine while, too. While uh, writing out a course, my like biggest this, problem was will it become a gyan session? Yeah. It shouldn't become a gyan session. It wasn't just gyan. It was a right mix of a storytelling. Some two characters going through a journey like similar to the reader or to the learner. Also having some important concepts being taught to us. That was a good mix. It made it really very interesting. Also very impactful for me. In Smart Start, what we were trying to do was change certain aspects of people's behavior. Get them to open up to learning new things, especially restarters. If they've had a long gap, they need to reskill and be open to new ideas. Things may not be the same as they were. How did you accomplish this kind of behavioral change? What kind of nudges and what all did you do? Behavior change is, is very not, inherent. It's, it's, 
it's difficult. Changing even one tiny thing about yourself. Take, for example, a daily routine. Suppose someone told you that can you wake up 20 minutes prior to your normal wake-up time? How difficult that is. So I think more than behavior change, our intent was to bring about an awareness. And motivation. And motivation to some extent. Largely, that was accomplished through the community. If there was behavior change, fantastic. But I'd say that if it just brought about a sense of awareness, I think that would be fantastic. A medium like a smart start. I think if it can do that across many learning topics, for example, there are scenarios that we're putting together today for people in middle management and companies. Or how do people respond to a new workplace? How do you sensitize people towards biases at the workplace? Like maternity bias. Or, uh, you know, many unconscious biases. So all of these topics now, thanks to this first experiment of ours with Smart Start for a group of restarters, we've understood that it can be extended to other programs as well. Even communication, right, Chitra? Yes. Yeah. yes. I mean, in the beginning, if anybody had asked me whether we could do it with Smart Start, I would have said, nah, not really. But now I think it's an effective medium to do so. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I actually want to add something here. I do think you did accomplish certain behavioral change. One, you were uh, successful in helping people build up their confidence. Mm. Second thing, you were, because of the community and everything, people said that now they started opening up and they were starting to come out of their cocoon, which was a very big shift for many of the learners. In the, especially in this restart program. Another thing was uh, there were gamification aspects built into this, which encouraged people to get into the habit of learning daily. Mm. Jyoti, you want to talk about that? Yeah, behavioral change, yes. Uh, I'm not sure if I stuck to the learning every day. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, also being a part of the community of the Restart program, I did see uh, changes in myself, like looking for opportunities, talking to people. As someone who's probably like spent a lot of years home, all you're doing is probably family care and things like that. You might actually cocoon yourself. And that was one behavior change I saw in myself as well as uh, peers in our community. So that was definitely a change that Smart Start brought about. Just going out there and seeking opportunities and being confident enough and not really uh, doubting yourself. That's something a huge behavioral change. Yeah. yeah. So I don't this know if is... we thought about that explicitly, but like mm-hmm. Jyoti shared her experience, other learners have also shared their experience. And some of them have told me this habit of setting aside time to work on yourself actually helped them mm. achieve a lot more certification. Wow. They completed technical certifications that were able to upskill themselves through this habit. Wow, that is, I did not know that. Chitra high five. Oh yeah, high five. (laughs) Kudos to you guys. I don't know if you thought about it, but you did achieve that. Madhuri, I think as product manager of Smart Start, huge kudos to you as well. And thank you so much for sharing this feedback. It's so heartening. It's so heartening. If that's the change that this has caused, I think it's a job well done. Yes, that's a job well done. So congratulations. Congratulations, everybody, including you, Jyoti. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> Thanks. I got a job. There could be any, nothing, uh, no bigger takeaway than <laughs> that for me. And that too, at the parent company of Smart Start. So that's like a cherry on the cake. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think that is huge and uh, we're really happy to have you with us. This is something that we hadn't anticipated at all. Not at all. Even somebody getting yeah. a job with this itself was such a, in my mind, it was such a far away thing, right? I couldn't even see that milepost or that goalpost. Yeah. And to actually have somebody take this up and come and join us. And we also learned that many other people got jobs. People got internships, they referred yes. others. Yes. Any learning program, at least my takeaway from this is, and we are going to talk a lot about learning on the Edge podcast, is that it's an ecosystem of things. SmartStart is perhaps an anchoring product, but there is the an ecosystem around SmartStart that uh, it sort of elevates the whole product itself, which is the community and, and community through different ways. It could be either through the contact sessions that we've had virtually. It could be through WhatsApp, different tools. It's through the whole platform that supports it. Right now in my mind, there is like a combination of a product architecture and an ecosystem going on. <laughs> so like, like you said, Linda, no, this is our baby. It, was, it would have been very easy for us to get lost in our own creation. Yeah. Setting up the right mechanics in place, making sure that we took feedback. I think that's you and improved. Madhavi, Chitra and Madhavi. You're the guys who did <laughs> No, continuously improved the product. I was just in for the right. <laughs> I think we work great as a team. And yeah. when we did take and this I, feedback, act upon it, do yeah. things, change, yeah. experiment. Some and work, it's also about having a whole lot of fun, which is what I yeah. saw in this whole thing yeah. is that nobody was disgruntled or, or uh, I think I was I, the only skeptic. <laughs> but, uh, but everybody... So I, I have to confess here, she wasn't the only skeptic. I was excited about the creation of the product. As a person, I don't really think about what happens afterwards. So for me, it was creating it as best as possible. But what you have described as the outcome of the product, I wouldn't have dreamt of. I don't think any of us dreamt of that. (laughs) But it's amazing what it did. This product has tremendous potential because it can be deployed or used across so many contexts. The, The restarters is just one. So I am so excited about the other possibilities for Uh, SmartStart. I think this is just the start. I think I think even product management, project management, all of that. A lot of topics. I'm glad we picked the topics we did for our pilot. It's doing well. So it's at least given us confidence that other topics can be delivered in this in this medium as well. Thank you, team, for sharing your experiences in uh, building SmartStart and also as being a learner of this program. Majority of the learners who have been through the Smart Start program, they've never been through anything like this. And comic strip style storytelling is their favorite aspect of Smart Start, apart from getting the jobs, of course. <laughs> right? So in their own words, I want to share some feedback that we've received so far. Someone wrote in and told us, it's my daily dose of vaccine that's helping me set a target and motivate myself. Super. Another uh, person wrote in to us and said, this is the best thing that happened to me in 2021. Uh, another person said the course is designed in such a way that it keeps on building the interest of the candidate. The community aspect was extremely appreciated. People found it motivating to talk to other people and see that there were others similar to themselves with similar names, similar backgrounds and all of that. So one learner has summarized this really well. I have become a better person after getting introduced to Smart Start and the Smart Start community. Wow. So wow. that summarizes the impact, I guess. Wow. And now, dear learners, you got a peek into the behind the scenes of the Smart Start program that you loved so much. Listeners, let us know what you thought by writing in. Thank you all. Thank, Thank you, Madhvi. Thank you, Madhvi.
please subscribe to the edge podcast on your favorite podcast channel we are on google itunes spotify stitcher and more if you like this episode please share it with your friends if you have stories to share and want to be featured on our podcast write to us at podcasts@adepticlabs.com at